0: Hey, thanks for tuning in into the City Life Church podcast. We are a church in San Francisco and we exist so that people that are far from God, we encounter his presence and experience the life that only Christ offers. We pray that this word will challenge you and encourage you in your walk of faith with Jesus. Well, Pastor Skip is gonna come and bring the word. Would you welcome Pastor Skip and Debbie? And Debbie's gonna say what's up and you're gonna tell, you're gonna, you're gonna see that she's my sister, you can see. good morning it's so good to be here we love you guys we love this church we love your pastors all of them and and we love this city i mean we absolutely love coming here it's always so much fun and uh we follow you guys you know online we're often watching your services and we're just rooting for you guys we know god has such amazing things you know that He has in store for each one of you, and even during the worship when when we were worshiping, I was really feeling that. It's like there's many of you that have gone through stuff or maybe are going through stuff right now and i just i just feel god saying he is with you he is with you he's on your side and he's going to see you through whatever it is you're going through and what a testimony it was so great to hear you know what god's doing god is in the business of healing people amen he is in the business of healing people and we need to remember that he is all powerful he can do way above what we can imagine or think and we need to go, you know what, I serve the most God and I'm going to get a hold of this and I'm going to believe that he is rooting for me and that he's on my side and that he's already healed me from whatever it is that I need healing from. Amen. So take a hold of that and like Pastor JJ was saying here, uh, Skip and I have been so happy. If you could put that first slide of Pastor Skip here. I want to show you a picture of our family so you you can see a little bit of, uh, you know, what we're going, you know, on here. And uh, many of you know Justin. He was part of this church for a while. And now him and his wife, Juliana, and their little baby, Liam, they're pastors with us there in Joinville. So is our son, Jordan, and Anna, and their little girl, uh, uh, Isla, And they're expecting another baby, too. So our family just keeps growing and growing. We're so excited. God's doing amazing things in Joinville. If you remember us, pray for us. Pray for the church there. Igreja das Nações, you know, God's doing amazing things. And I know he is doing amazing things here and he's going to continue doing amazing things. So, you know, just remember, we love you guys and we're so excited to be here.
1: It, it's kind of crazy, you know, as Pastor John is talking about us being uh, overseers because uh, Pastor John and Elena are overseers of our church. And so... Um, so it's it's uh, it's kind of kind of fun. We feel a deep connection to your pastors, um, all of your pastors. We feel a deep connection to you guys. We had the privilege yesterday of hanging out at the the park with Josh and Luna's Luna's first birthday, and and talking with Ben and some other people. It was just it was just really fun because it, it felt like. Like we weren't just, you know, just speakers that were kind of just blown, blown through and, and sharing. But uh, we, we love being a part of this church in the way that, that we can. Um, and we just, we just love you guys. We just appreciate you so much and, and all that uh, you guys do for us and our church too. So, whew. So let's begin. So let's go ahead and go to the first slide here. Second slide. So there's a a boy that uh, ended up going to, he was at school, you know, and he had one of these uh, uh, things to fill out. And uh, the question was, uh, who killed Goliath? It was a Christian school. And who killed Goliath? And uh, his answer was, was not really something that you would have uh, really expected. And so uh, I just want to make sure that everybody here and those of you that are watching online that uh, COVID did not kill Goliath, okay? <laughs> so uh, it's very, very important. Uh, there's, there's, you know how the internet, it always has an alternative version of, of of things that that might have happened. Go ahead and go to the next one. Um, they, I, I just wanted to let you know that oh, you guys didn't think this one was that funny, huh? So, <laughs> can you go back to the first? No, I just, I just kidding. Uh, I just put a little humor in there because I am going to share with you guys a verse that probably no one has ever shared with you from this pulpit, because this verse is so inspiring. It's going to just give you goosebumps. So let's let's go right right to it. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts at night and have sorrow in my heart during the day? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Oh, so good, so good. It's funny how, no one's going, amen, you know? And and, and what amen means is I agree. And it's like, we don't like this kind of talk, do we? Because we know that's negative talk, man. That's devil talk. That's, that's a, no, you know what that is? That's real people talk. Yes. Have you ever, like, I, I always felt early on in my Christian walk that I was just, I was just, just square peg in a round hole type thing, you know, because it was like, the, I felt things like that. I, I remember praying things and it didn't happen. And I'm like going, Well, I I must not have enough faith. And I I remember feeling things like, God, are you really hearing me? And then I feel, then it it made it extra hard because I felt like I couldn't ever share that with anybody because there had to have been something wrong with me. And then I would realize, then then as I was uh, growing in the Lord and people would share, oh, what's your favorite book? And everybody, I think, from our own personalities, we kind of have our favorite books, and, and I love the book of James because it's so practical, and I know people that love reading doctrine, so Romans is their, their go-to. And, and usually people that are more like a devotional side, they, I, I hear most people, they love Psalms. Psalms is their favorite. And it's really interesting because every time that I would read Psalms, it would be, how long, Lord, will you forgive me forever? I wrestle with my thoughts at night and I I, I have sorrow in my heart and I feel like my enemies are are winning. And I don't know what to do with these thoughts. I want to say they won't win, but I see in real life they win sometimes. And so how can I just keep saying, no, in faith they're not gonna win, but you know, they win. And then when they win, it's like, that's because God just working on your character. And so I'm like, I'm like in church and I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, well, that's, that's an easy out right there, right? Oh no, God will explain it after you die. (laughs) And we know there's, there's pieces of truth in this, maybe. And it's like, what do you do with this? And I, 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 I found some keys that I I just want to share that, that have helped me. When I've been in this mood right here, when I feel like I want to say it with my mouth, but I I don't know if I really feel this way. And it all goes back to this thing where it talks about, I wrestle with my thoughts at night, because this passage is just the very beginning of Psalms 13, because in verse six, he says this, go ahead and show the next slide. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he's been good to me. And so you see this thing. If you just take the first part, it's like you, you might be able to relate to it, but it just brings confusion. And if you only look at the second part, it brings a reality that isn't here in this world. But when you look at them both together, you understand you get a key in how to live the Christian life in a victorious way, even if you're feeling like your enemies are winning and it's possible that they might. And so I wanna share a couple things that have happened to me just, just uh, uh, and show how I think i found a piece that at least has helped me and maybe it might help you. So let's go to the next slide. Thank you. Raise your hand if you've ever dealt with a kidney stone. The joy of a kidney stone. That's amazing, there's there's only two or three people here. Online, right if you've had a kidney stone, give a thumbs up like, or a thumbs down if you. Come on, Christine, write something. Lam, Pastor Lamia, come on. A kidney stone is when you have one of these great things, obviously in your kidney, and the devil put it there. And when the devil put it there, he kind of called all his demons together for a board, kind of a boardroom, and, and just said, you know what? The pain of passing a stone through your urinal tract is not enough. What could we do to make it worse? And somebody raised their hand. One of those demons raised his hand and said, Let's put sharp, spiky things on, on the the rock, right? And so that's where we are today. And uh, that is what happens with a kidney stone. Go ahead and show the next picture. I have a picture of this kidney stone. Imagine that thing going, heading out. You know, I'll I tell you they say and please do not do not get angry at me but they say that a man passing a kidney stone is at least or more painful than a woman having a baby i'm just saying don't don't be hating on me i'm just saying they say it come on now now hey ladies before you get mad at me listen let me finish my thought here let me thought I was there for the birth of all three of my kids. So, uh, so I'm with you, I'm feeling you. I saw what came out of my wife. And so, I have to say that yes, a kidney stone is harder than pregnancy. I I, I But we don't let's not compare, okay? Let's So what happens is, so I go to the doctor, I have this stuff, and I'm telling you, it's like, just give me meds. You just, you're just breathing like, just give me the shot first and then get my insurance information afterwards. It's like, and so they, they, they gave me, they medded me up and then the doctor talks to me and he says, look, you're gonna have to stay here until you pass it. And so it's like, well, you just give me that thing you just gave me up, I'm here for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm right on. And so I'm like, so, you know, you just pass it by. He goes, you just drink a lot of water. And then eventually uh, the thing will be uh, delivered. Your deliverance ministry will happen. (laughs) I don't want to gross anybody out because, you know, I'm drinking, I'm I'm peeing, I'm drinking, I'm peeing. and, And it's like, and then I'm drinking and then I couldn't, it's like something stopped. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And liberation happened. I let, Something happened and uh, my kidney stone, I was free of my kidney stone. I don't want to gross anybody out. Let me show a picture of it. It was bigger than the picture, but I I didn't want to exaggerate. So (laughs) do not like to exaggerate. So this was 10 10 years ago, okay? Go ahead, go to the next slide. So about three weeks ago, four, a month ago, two months ago, (laughs) traumatic events, like we try to, you know, our body just tries to make us forget it. I wake up at 2 in the morning with this sharp pain back here. I know what it is. And it's like, I'm just, oh my goodness, I know what that is. And my mind's just going all over. And I'm going, okay, no, I'm, I'm just, just going to, I'm not going to wake Debbie up. Or I'm just going to, and I'm telling you, I just, the whole, I just, you know, I want to say, I'm for at least three or four hours I was just like no I'm I'm just gonna man up and and do this it could have been three or four minutes before I woke woke up Deb and we went to the hospital and we we had a doctor that was a different doctor and this doctor he had a different strategy so his strategy was to get this like metal snake like device and enter in through, God in his foreknowledge gave an access place for, uh, for this doctor to go in and reach in and, and find this, uh, this stone and take it out. Luckily I'm going to be asleep in this moment. When he said you're asleep, I'm like, yeah, let's go in, okay. It, it's funny, I, I was, you're hurting so much, it's like, you know, whatever. I, I do have a photo of my doctor, do you have that? Yes, that's him. <laughs> So, <laughs> so it was successful, that part at least was less painful. I, I joke kidding around a little bit. Just it, it, what's funny is if, if you've ever gone through something like this, it doesn't just end with, okay, now it's done. And then we're free any moment. And this is the same thing that happened 10 years ago as it has happened since this, this thing two months ago. All of a sudden I wake up and I feel just a little teeny little something here. And it's like, oh my Lord, it's back, it's back. I got it, I got it. because people have multiple stones, you know? And it's like, it's back, it's back. And it's like, oh no, it's a toy that somebody left in the bed. Oh. <laughs> Okay, yeah, false alarm. Sorry, sorry. I, I worried for nothing, you know. And it's like, it's amazing how any kind of a any kind of a a, a, a pain or a, a a feeling from here to there, all of a sudden, it just goes into my mind. And it's like it's back. And I feel my heart start racing. And I'm like, no, no, good thoughts, good thoughts, good thoughts. And it's like, good thoughts were not enough. Because I'm, I'm trying to say the good thoughts, but it's not enough. Because it's like, be, behind the good thoughts, we know there's reality. And so, today, I want to show you how I won this, this battle, this, this, this thing. Well, let's, let's, go, let's go forward. Next, next slide. When I was uh, newly saved, I wanted to get more teaching. So, young people, uh, you know, you want more teaching, you just Google it, and you got you got amazing stuff. Back in my day, you did what everyone did: you go to the Salvation Army and you find a, uh, a, 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 a cassette series that somebody uh, decided to donate to uh, the Salvation Army, and I found this tape set. So. I went through this thing called spiritual boot camp. And this pastor, it was really interesting. I don't remember anything else about this, but one thing that he started to talk about was Bible memory. He talked about, the, excuse me, <clears throat> my thoughts are like COVID, is it COVID? <laughs> it's not. <clears throat> oh, so when, he's talking about Bible memory. So, He gives a suggestion that you get three by five cards and you write the verse on one side, uh, 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 and you start to memorize the verse. So, next slide. So one of the first things that I found, and it wasn't because it was so profound, it was literally because it was a short thing to memorize, so I thought I could do do a line. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Oh, it's a good one. It's one. When you guys see me, if we're back next year, you want to just make our hearts leap. Look at me and say, hi, Skip. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Say that, and I am fired up because you memorized that. And if you memorize that, you can use that. And that's what this tape series brought. It It was like, if you memorize it, you can use it. Go ahead and go to the next slide. <laughs> I was going to say so, so. I had this this card, and I it was like, I memorized it, memorized it fast. And so I bought this uh, recipe card bo- uh, box, this uh, uh, wood box, just just like this one here, and I put it in it. And every time I would, in my devotional life, which I know all of you are, 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 are doing some form of your devotional life, right? Every once in a while, do you read your devotions, do you read the Bible, and just a verse just pops out? Isn't that, isn't that an interesting thing when, when, and it's like, it's really funny that the same, same verse for somebody else might not be popping out. So there's a key in that. And it's like, so I, what I did is my, my natural way, who I am, is like, okay, let's, let's do a pesky, uh, I'm sorry, a, um, research on, on Google, and uh, I'm gonna try to find all the verses that one should memorize as a, as a believer. That's my normal way. But instead, what I did, and this was so key, when I was reading the Bible, If I found a verse that really stuck out of me, I'd just get a highlighter, and I'd I'd highlight it, and I'd just write it on a 3 by 5 card, and I'd put it in the box. Next slide. Today I want to talk to you about what's in your box. And I kind of gave a little phrase here, giving the Holy Spirit something to draw from. And this comes from this next verse I'm going to show you right here. In John 14, 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send, will bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. See, that's that pop-out thing. That's that peace. So it's not just, oh, that's an interesting thing. Oh, I, 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 I like that. I like the way that was, that was phrased in the Bible. It's not. The Holy Spirit, one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit for us is to bring to remembrance things so that we can use those things and those things will build our faith. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. And I realized what ended up happening is when I started just getting all nervous because I was feeling some kind of a pain here, instead of just letting my mind go and just going, oh my, maybe this happened, maybe maybe I have another stone or this and that, I stopped that instead of going, I'm gonna say something positive, which down deep I knew that wasn't gonna work, I, the Holy Spirit, would bring to my remembrance when I am afraid, I will trust in you. Jesus I will trust in you. I wanna trust in you, help me to trust in you. And there was comfort that that brought. And the comfort was because I knew there was not power in a positive statement as there is power in the Holy Spirit, bringing to remembrance a Bible verse that God said, which is a promise to you. Yeah. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Yeah. Go ahead and go to the next. In John 15, it was really interesting when I, when, I, uh, when I saw this. The Bible says, if you remain in me, and then he says something else that I scratched out, Ask whatever you wish, and it'll be done for you. Like, we, we want we want things, whatever we wish, to be done for us. Huh? You know, isn't that true? So we, if we remain in, in Jesus and do this second thing. What's this second thing? Next, next slide. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you can ask. And it's interesting because when we're remaining in Jesus, and then we also... Have this place where the Holy Spirit can draw things from our box. We can ask these things. Lord, we know in your will. And we know in your word that you say this. And we stand on that promise. And I, 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 and I just sense that, that the Holy Spirit is having me pray this prayer for this person right now. And this and that. And he is healed. And he is given a testimony up here on Sunday morning. It's a beautiful thing when God brings to remembrance. But it is our job, and this is where that little tape series helped me so much. My responsibility is to give God those things to draw from. So the Holy Spirit can draw from it. So I made this box, and I filled it up with verse after verse after verse. And I, I would carry I would carry uh, 3x5 cards along with me wherever I went. I even have a few I saved uh, uh, at home, just to kind of remember, just to remind me of, of of that time. Next slide. Nowadays, I use Brainscape. It's not an advertisement. It's just an app that uh, the PVC students use. It's it's basically an app for three by five cards. I um, so like when I when I go into it, it just shows me a card, and then. Um, there's the, there's the second one there. And then when I'm done, when I'm done with uh, with the verse, with the card, then I can just uh, get rid of it and do what I need to do. And this this helps me go through these cards. So what was happening is I'm just kind of an intense kind of person, you know? And it was like, I get on my social medias and I just like, I just like, especially Instagram. I, I just, I, it's so interesting to me and stuff. And you know how it is. You blink and it's like 15 minutes uh, uh, just, just went away. I said 15, but you know I meant 50, right? So, so 15 minutes. And I was starting to think, what could the Holy Spirit do with me if for that 15 minutes, instead of going into, the, into my social media, and I'm not saying getting rid of it. I'm just saying during that 15 minutes, I just started going through the verses, that God, God's wanting me to go through. And what if every once in a while I add to that, that, that list and it's just like I'm feeding my head with the word of God and I'm putting verses in my box so that the Holy Spirit has something to draw from to bring into remembrance in these moments that happen in my life. So help me finish this phrase. When I am afraid, I will... You've memorized this verse. Next slide. I was I was reading uh, I was going through Elizabeth Elliot's book. It's, she's a missionary's wife, and and uh, her husband kind of impacted me a book uh, when I was when I was a young guy, and she she had this this phrase here. Sometimes fear does not subside, and one must choose to do it afraid. And it was like it just kind of I think i don't know if this is true you got to ask pastor john john afterwards but i think god can bring into remembrance even phrases and quotes and things like that that help and so now what i'm doing i want to show what what i've done is so i had this this basic verse when i'm afraid i will trust in you and now i'm reading this other book and now it's almost like there's little hooks on this on this bible verse that i'm remembering that uh when i'm afraid i will trust in you but Sometimes that, that feeling of fear is still maybe, maybe there, but that trust level is so high, I can still do it. And so Elizabeth Elliott uh, uh, is, is, is helping me with this, and I can, I can add to this thing. Let me show you how, how it looks. Next slide. So like this, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. So when I got five minutes uh, off work or uh, a break or something, I'm just, I'm just flipping through the verses. It's really cool. You know, uh, 2021, 22, uh, you can imagine having 22 verses, 22 verses in in 2022. You're going to have to catch up. It's probable, John 3, 16, you probably already know. There's probably a bunch of them you already know. You probably know 15, 20, just just in that. Just add when the Holy Spirit, so that why? Not just because you're, you're a good Christian if you've memorized verses. Man, that's my life man I, I want to be a good Christian I always wanted to be and I wanted to do the things that that good Christians do but it, it, it seemed empty still but when I understood that the reason Christians do that is so that they can the Holy Spirit can bring into remembrance it, it was not a chore anymore and I wasn't doing it with the motivation to be a good Christian. I was doing it with the motivation to give the Holy Spirit something to draw from. Amen? The Pro- next one. When your anxiety goes away and having no anxiety gives you anxiety. <laughs> uh, I put that one there for my wife, okay. Uh, next. With that, verse, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you, I needed to add another verse to make it go a little bit deeper. And that verse was this part of this verse, and take every thought captive so it's obedient to Christ. So, so as I'm, I'm working through memorizing this second verse, it, it shows a couple things. Number one, is that we need to take I need to take those things captive. When I start thinking, oh my goodness, I feel this thing. I I had uh, a a couple weeks ago. I, I I you know when you start to get a cold, your throat starts to to like this, and you know I am not a super big alarmist or whatever. I I got my my vaccine and all that, but um, any kind of thing, I'm feeling this. I know I'm high risk area, you know. Just uh, you know I'm I'm about about one one pound overweight and, uh, and, uh, it's really funny. My throat's stinging this and you know what my first thought is I might have COVID COVID's a coming and it's like, no, 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 no. And it's like, this is where the moments where it's just, it's not just, I'm afraid it's what happens is I got a bad, I got a thinking that's going somewhere. A thought that's not obedient to what Christ says right, the Bible says he who began a good work in you who started a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until it is finished right. and it's like in these moments that I that I'm trying to take captive my thoughts i the Holy Spirit is bringing other verses to me too God began a good work and you skip it's he's not done with you right. yet so you can, you can have faith in that, be careful, take take precautions, do these, these things that naturally that, that you should, but also know that you have to take, there's a wrestling, like David said in that, that first verse that we, we talked about, that passage, there's a wrestling with my thoughts that happens. And the wrestling needs to come, the outcome of that needs to be, I wrestled with that thought, I grabbed it captive, and I not only grabbed it captive to where I know what it is, but I make it obedient to what the Word of God says. And the Word of God says that he will finish his good work in me. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. And the Bible says, you know, and, and you go one after another. And after a while, what ends up happening is that, that the Holy Spirit's the peace Helps make those things what you said. It gives it the power that it needs. And that's the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is all about the power to live the Christian life. Next, next. uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Can you go back just one? Jimmy Evans, uh, uh, a marriage guy, he he says this. You have to take every thought captive or your thoughts will take you captive. And it's like, I, I like that. And so, even in my, uh, even when I'm, I'm doing my little brainscape thing like that. Sometimes I'll put a quote with that to help help myself. Next next slide. So, put it on my on my thing. Next slide. Me, I'm finally tired. Maybe I can get some sleep. <laughs> you didn't like that one too much. <laughs> Anybody think that one's funny? Thank you, thank you very much, Roberto. All one of you. Okay. I went through a book. I, I, I This is not a. It's not a Christian book, but uh, I loved uh, going through this book, uh, uh, Atomic Habits. It's, it's, it's basically a book that just says how to how to start things. Like you want to get exercise and stuff. If you just getting a whole gym membership, is not going to work, is what this this book says. What it says is, put your running, put your gym shoes and your, uh, your gym shorts or whatever you call it, your gym clothes uh, next to your bed and make a commitment to yourself that at six o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, whatever time you would, we would go to the gym, that my commitment is not to go to the gym. My commitment is I will put these clothes on and then if I'm not gonna go to the gym, I just take those clothes off and then I jump back into bed and I sleep for an extra hour. It's kind of a kind of a weird thing, right? But you know what happens, right? I already got these clothes on, and I paid for that gym, and man, I'm I'm not gonna fall asleep again now. And you end up going to the gym, and so I was just kind of thinking because man, it's like I wanted to apply this book without going to the gym. So I, I <laughs> usually usually in the mornings, uh, I'm I'm the first one to go downstairs and and. Uh, I make coffee, and usually when, when I, I make coffee, there's, there's time, we, we do pour over stuff in, in Brazil. And so I, I'm, I'm usually just sitting there waiting, and when, I'm, when I got a few minutes, I'm, I'm, I'm just checking my stuff on my phone. And so I thought, you know what? I'm gonna try something new. And so we don't, I, I was gonna say we don't have a dishwasher in our house, but we actually have two, Debbie and me. Uh, so we don't have a dishwasher, uh, uh, but we definitely have dishes. And and so uh, there's that time where that, that, that water's dripping through that, that filter. And what I do is I thought, you know what? I will wash, my commandment is was to wash one plate. One thing that's in the sink. Which I think Debbie should be really happy for, but she's not when I... <laughs> I just, I don't want to expose her here on national TV, you know, but. <laughs> and then it's really funny cause I got the sponge and I'm, I'm doing this one plate and it's like, I put it away and it was like, what a ridiculous thing to do one dish. And I'm looking and I'm like, I'll, I'll do all the plates. So I clean the plates and then I, you know, it's like I still got a little bit of time. And, and before long, I, and, and it's like, it, it's a habit that I created, that I actually was able to put into my life that actually started working and show results. And the reason I bring this up, it's it's interesting. I got this uh, quote from, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a husband that helps out with stuff in the house. And it's like, when I don't wash the dishes ever, I may not be saying it, but I might be living something that says that's woman's work, could it be that? Which, I mean, but what's important is that your words don't say that, right? <laughs> and it's like, imagine how, how life transformational we can be with these things with, as the Holy Spirit brings stuff. And I'm telling you, I believe the Holy Spirit saying, Skip, help out a little more in the house. Do, 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 you say you, because I pray, God, make me a good husband. God, I want to be a good example to my kids. How, uh, do we pray all these things? Yes. Well, when's the last time we washed dishes? Wow. I remember, I remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <laughs> a quiet church is not a dead church for, for me, okay? Bring <laughs> it Okay. Okay. We need to we need to move on because my wife's getting excited. She's thinking I'm going to start drying the dishes now. Like <laughs> right. so. This 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 verse that we've. When I'm afraid, I will. And it's really interesting because the next the next words in the next verse is. I shall not let fear come in. And so I decided after I took care of the first part, I can memorize a little bit more, one more step beyond when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. I will not let fear come in. And that piece of I will not let fear come in connects with that other verse that says, I will take captive every thought that is, and make it obedient to Christ. I will not let fear come in and you see how this works is is we start memorizing verses at our own speed we're not letting other people pressure us we're not doing it for other people we're doing it so we're giving the Holy Spirit something to draw from it's in our box next verse next slide I put it in there you got it next Worrying works. 90% of the things that I worry about never happen. That one was good though, right? Okay. All right, next. I'm a big fan. I, I, I was trying to be part of a small group here and they're going through the book from Kyle Eidelman. And I love this book. Uh, Kyle Eidelman, he has this book. He says, I'm not a fan. And his his, basically, the whole whole thing about the book is, is there's too many fans of Jesus. Ah, they're fan of worship. Boy, I love worship. <laughs> a fan of, of it's nice to be in fellowship with, with friends and stuff like that. I really appreciate everything that Jesus has done, and I really like Jesus. And what he says is there's a big difference between a fan and a disciple. And he, it was just, it just really kind of convicting in the, in the real convicting kind of way, you know. And it's like, I want to be a disciple, so, so uh, what are the things that, that make the difference? I want to make sure that I'm not a fan. And in his book, he talks, about, he talks about stillness. And I needed this for me. And I wanted to show, just kind of give this, this verse, the last verse I'm going to show as a kind of a bonus to show you something. This might not be, this verse is probably, in a sense, not for everyone. I am a person who is not still. It's like, if something's not working, you're not trying hard enough. And so there's things in my life It's just like, okay, I just need to apply more pressure. And I just need to, I need to do this. And, and if I'm trying to convince Debbie of something, if, if she's not convinced, I just need to bring more pressure to the table until something breaks. And things broke. And it's like, this is not working. Not, not broke beyond repair, but, but just we're not functioning well. This is a verse that Skip needed. I needed this. Be still and know that I am God. There's people, none, nobody here, but maybe a couple of people watching online that they need a verse that says, get off your behind and do something. Then you, you write that verse down. But this was, this was for me, and this was really hard for me to just be still and know that, that he is God and give him the space to move a little bit and be a little less intense about things. I like this definition of stillness that, that Kyle Eidelman says. He says, silence on the outside and surrender on the inside. So it's not just, it's not like a laziness thing. And so that, that resonated with me. Like it was like, okay, the stillness is silence on the outside, but surrender on the inside. So it's not like, oh, I'm just waiting. Okay, let's, we'll see. We know God's faithful, but we'll see. You know, it's like, that's, that's not... Not following this thing. Next slide. So I just want to show how I put it on. So I have the verse and then on my, on my app, next. I just, the, I just put the phrase here too. It's like, it's, our, it's, it's our, our three by five cards, right? So it doesn't have to be 100% Bible, Bible verse. It might be throwing a quote right uh, here and there to help us to deepen those verses that we've memorized. Next, next slide, I think it's, it's the last slide here. So today we talked about three verses, easy to memorize. Our first one, though, is the star. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. I will not fear come in. Let's go ahead and stand up. The title of this sermon is what's in your box, but probably a better way to say it is, what's going to be in your box? What are we going to put in our box? I just want to encourage you, don't be in a rush. As you're going through the, the day, as you're, as you're going through the word, you see a, you see somebody somebody, a, a, a sunset. on on Instagram that somebody put that's corny and and they they have some kind of Bible verse that kind of just like leaps out at you. I want you to please think, you know what? That might be the Holy Spirit saying, memorize that. And you know, the worst thing in the world is coming to a point in your life and you're not having that verse there ready for that moment but god tried to show you through a corny sunset slide on instagram yeah. and it's like i don't want to be that kind of person this the last four weeks we've been talking through about about a road trip i remember one time we i went on a road trip with a uh, a friend we went down to mexico and we were coming up through LA, and you know that that stretch between LA and, and Bakersfield, it's like just kind of deserty and stuff, and uh, he got a flat tire. And uh, we went in the back, he had a spare, but he didn't have that wrench, a key piece of, of uh, tool for the situation. And we ended up, it was it took us hours, we had to call AAA, it was it just, and the guy's looking at it was like he just brings a wrench and, and, and it's all fixed. It was just a simple wrench. And in my head, I, I, I'm just not, I'm not like my friend. My friend is just super like unprepared for tons of stuff. And it's like, I usually put two wrenches in there just in case, you know. It's like, and it's like, our lives could be like that too sometimes. God's trying to give you the tools for your road trip. He's given you the tools. But your tool is different than mine. And I want to pray right now that God would awaken your spirit, that the Holy Spirit would bring these things to your remembrance. Father, I just pray in your name. Thank you for City Life Church. Thank you for the members that have been called here that have heard your voice to become a member and a part of this family, Father. And I pray, Father, that this be an amazing week of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Father, that you would bring those those, those verses to our remembrance that we need to memorize. Help us to memorize. Help us to put it down into our, our uh, box so that you can use it at the right moment in our lives that we need it, Father. I pray your blessing upon every single person that is here this morning. Every person online, in your precious name, amen. God bless. You.